Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. A couple of weeks ago we introduced the notion that when a person wakes up in the morning, the first thing that should be on one's mind is davening. And so therefore the activities that one does in the morning should really be limited to those activities which helps prepare one for davening. And so therefore we discussed that there are certain things that a person should not do before davening in the morning. Today I would like to begin a conversation regarding eating and drinking before davening. I want to begin by saying that this is going to be a two-part conversation, and so therefore this morning I would like to really focus on the nature of this prohibition and speak about it more generally, and hopefully next time we'll be able to talk about some of the exceptions to this rule. And so I want to state from the outset that in order to fully appreciate this topic in its entirety, please see this as being the first of a two-part conversation. So this conversation begins with a Gemara in Brachos Daf Yudam Beis, where the Gemara teaches, in the name of Rabbi Yez ben Yaakov, how do we understand the Pasuk, Lo Sochlu Al Hadam? The Pasuk Lo Sochlu Al Hadam, which is difficult to translate even literally, you should not eat upon the blood, is a Pasuk which is found in Pashas Kedoshim. And over here the Gemara explains what this means is, Lo Sochlu Kodem Shetispalulu Al Dimchem. You should not eat before you pray, al-dimchem, literally, for your blood, meaning for your lives. Now, the Pashab shot of this Pasuk, which really should be seen in context to appreciate it, the Torah over there is talking about different types of witchcraft and sorcery that are forbidden by the Torah. And in this context, the Pasuk says, lo socho adam which al-pipshat seems that the Torah is saying that it is prohibited to eat meat immediately after shechting the animal, meaning when the blood is still revealed uh, in that particular place at the time of the Shechita. That, again, is the simple reading of the Pasuk. But over here, the Gemara introduces a drasha, Lo Sochlu al-Adam, is not talking about eating meat at all. Lo Sochlu, you should not eat anything, Kodem Shetispalulu al-Dimchem. The idea over here being, it would seem, that in the morning, when we wake up, we are davening. And one of the reasons why we are davening is because we are praying for our lives. We see the need for prayer as being so essential to our existence. And so therefore, when we are prioritizing, what should we do in the morning? So Rebbe Yaakov says, Lo sochlu al-adam means, Lo sochlu, you should not eat kodem shetispalulu al-dimchem. And the Gemara goes on to say, also in the name of Rebbe Yezben Yaakov, Kala'ocha v'shosa, a person who eats and drinks, v'acharkach mispalel, and only afterwards davins. A love, hakosav omer, regarding such an individual, the Pasuk says, v'osi hishlachta acharei gavecha, which means that you have cast me from behind you. And the Gemara says, atikri gavecha elegeecha, that there's a certain amount of gaiva, there's a certain amount of haughtiness, of arrogance that a person displays before davening. The Gemara goes on to say, Amar Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem says, after you have displayed your arrogance, so then you are makabal on yourself, O Malchus Shemayim. It shouldn't be that way. First, we should accept upon ourselves, O Malchus Shemayim. First, we should daven to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and only afterwards should we eat and should we drink, should we tend to our personal needs. Reflecting briefly on this Gemara, I remember many years ago hearing from my father-in-law, Rabbi Yudin, that when a person wakes up in the morning, so naturally we think about uh, taking care of our nutritional needs. And generally when we think about nutrition, we think in terms of our physical nutrition needs, right? So we have to eat in the morning in order that we can make sure that we are nutritionally sound and healthy and ready to have a productive day. But he pointed out that we also have spiritual nutritional needs. And davening is the way that we nourish our soul. 
And so therefore, it's a nice way, just sort of conceptually, of appreciating this concept which is set forth in the Gemara, and that is, that is true. In the morning, we have to make sure that we eat so that we can be physically healthy, but we also have to make sure to feed our souls so we can be spiritually healthy. And so therefore, the question is, which comes first? Should we be nourishing our bodies, or should we be nourishing our souls? And the Gemara says, based on this Pasuk, the answer is we should be nourishing our souls first. That should be the priority. Now again, I'll just remind you, that this is only the beginning of a conversation, and there may be instances in which a person will not be able to properly nourish their souls without first nourishing their bodies, right? So if I am the kind of person who am very tired, I'm very weak in the morning, and I can't really function normally without a cup of coffee, so we will get to that and discuss that in detail, Bezvah Hashem, next week. But at least conceptually, to appreciate that the idea over here is that we are trying to make sure that we are tending to all of our needs, our physical needs and our spiritual needs, and the Gemara says, listen, if you want to follow the proper sequence by prioritizing, lo sochlu adam, a person should not eat, kodem adimchem. First take care of your prayers, meaning first nourish your souls, and then afterwards you can tend to your physical needs. There is another reason that we can cite for this prohibition, which is found in the Mishnah Simon Petas, where the Mishnah tells us that before we do mitzvahs in general, once this man mitzvah arrives, we should not really eat beforehand because there's always a concern that I will become distracted with my meal. I'll become drawn into a longer meal, maybe start a conversation with someone. Before I know it, I may miss the opportunity to fulfill the mitzvah in the proper time. Now, this is not unique to davening. This is true when it comes to mitzvahs in general. And while we can have a broader conversation regarding how this applies to many other mitzvahs and instances, davening and reciting Kriyashim on the morning is a mitzvah, and so therefore it would not be proper for a person to eat beforehand, because again this is consistent with the general rule when it comes to mitzvahs, and that is, we do the mitzvah first and we eat after. Now in all fairness this prohibition would seem to apply only to eating a certain amount meaning having what we would call achilas keva, a certain amount that would be a substantial amount of food that there's a concern that I'm actually going to sit down and get pulled into a meal, but just having, let's say, a drink beforehand a cup of coffee, a cup of water, let's say, that would not typically fall into the prohibition of eating or drinking before a mitzvah. And so therefore, we fall back to the other reason that was cited, which is based on the Gemara Brachos, that that we should not eat before we daven in the morning. Now, before we talk about some of the practical aspects of this halacha, it's important to just think conceptually for a moment about the idea that at least according to one interpretation of the Gemara, this is being characterized as being a display of gaiva, of arrogance, uh, and that is something that we would obviously want to eliminate altogether, but particularly before davening, uh, it is inappropriate for a person to sort of display their own personal interest in a flagrant, arrogant sort of way uh, before davening in the morning. So if that is the case, it can, in a sense, inform us and help us formulate the definitional parameters of this iser. So, for example, let's say when it comes to drinking water. Drinking water would not generally be considered to be a display of gaiva. The idea of gaiva in the context of eating would mean if I go ahead and I take the time to prepare a big meal or perhaps even prepare food or even a drink the way I like it. So perhaps that is displaying too much of a preoccupation on my own personal interests and that's really not something that I should be doing before davening in the morning. But having a cup of water is not going to be considered a display of gaiva. On the other hand, if we understand this as more being sort of a gezer sakasov of lo adam, you should not eat, you should not drink, it doesn't really matter what it is, 
So perhaps we would say that, you know, the prohibition would extend to anything, even something like water. And so therefore we actually find that some of the Rishonim who seem to think that the real driver over here is that eating before davening is a display of gaiva, so they will say that this prohibition will not apply at all when it comes to drinking water. Others, however, will understand that the idea behind this iser is to be understood more broadly. L'sochla adam is sort of an iser of eating, uh, and it really doesn't make a difference whether or not it is a display of gaiva or not, so this would extend perhaps even to drinking of water. Similarly, we find a debate in the Rishonim regarding eating for the purpose of refuah, for, let's say, for health reasons. So if the nature of this prohibition is one that it is prohibited because of gaiva, because of the display of arrogance, so we would agree that if a person is eating for specific health reasons, that there are specific needs, we're not talking about, obviously, about something which is life-threatening or anything that serious, but that the eating is for the purpose of refuah, it is more medicinal in nature, so then we would say, okay, then there is no certainly no gaiva over here whatsoever. To the contrary, I'm really tending to my uh, immediate health needs. If, however, we say that there really is a prohibition across the board of lo socho adam, that there's like an israchil over here, that I'm really not permitted to eat, so therefore perhaps we can extend this even to situations where it is achila for the purpose of refuah for health reasons. Again, with the understanding that there may be situations where even even according to that reason, uh, perhaps it would be permissible. And again, we're going to really hold off until next week before talking about the practical ramifications of this. But just understand and appreciate the way we understand the nature of this prohibition may really help us define the parameters of uh, this isser of eating before davening. And finally, just by way of this sort of uh, general introduction, what would happen in a situation where a person recited Kriya Shema before davening? Uh, and again, we could talk another time about why a person would do that, but let's say I recited Kriya Shema already before davening, and I want to eat something before I actually daven Tzvila Shachris, daven Shemon Esrei. So if this is really about uh, forestalling, uh, tending to my own needs before being Mekabal Omachus Shemaim, which is actually the term that the Gemara uses, that I'm showing my gaiva, that I'm acting in somewhat of an arrogant way, well, here I already said Kriya Shema. And so therefore that would not be a problem. If, again, the Isra over here is more generally an Isra of Achila L'Sochol Adam, so we could say that even in a situation where I already recited Kriya Shema, that's very nice, but I have not yet davened, and the idea of you should not eat Kodem Shitzispalu Adimchem before I go ahead and daven literally for my life, before I see to it that I am prioritizing properly in the morning, so the prohibition would extend uh, perhaps in this situation as well. So here we have potentially three uh, nafkaminas, if you will, practical differences between how we understand uh, the nature of this prohibition. If it is based on the Gzeris HaKosov L'Sochol Adam, if it is because of Gaivas, because of the general prohibition of eating before doing a mitzvah, how we understand this will perhaps uh, influence uh, the way that we see this. So we will pause now after having uh, introduced the concept of eating before davening. And the next time we talk about this topic, Bezos Hashem next Tuesday, we will talk about some of the specific uh, parameters of this. And practically speaking, what is the halacha regarding eating and drinking before davening? Does it make a difference if it is being done for the purpose of refuah for health reasons? Uh, does it make a difference if I am really hungry or really thirsty in particular situations? What is the status of, let's say, tea or coffee? Uh, does it make a difference? Uh, is this considered like water or perhaps it's not like water? So these are some of the practical questions that we will return to hopefully uh, next week. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Hey!